Do you want to align with God's vibes, adapt to a spirit-led lifestyle, and live out of the fullness of God's plans and purposes for your life? This podcast is for you. The good news I have for you is that your time is now. It's time to transform self-sabotage into self-mastery and revolutionize your world. If you're ready to go beyond the ordinary and break out into the extraordinary life God designed for you, you're in the right place. In the God's Vibes podcast, you will find the freedom and permission to stop chasing success the world's way and simply be who God formed, shaped, and anointed you to be. My name is Juliana Page, and my mission is to lead you on the ultimate adventure, aligning and tracking with God so you can radically transform your life from the inside out and build spirit-driven success. Using life coaching and biblical and prophetic teaching, I'll show you what it means to dwell in the good land God ordained for your life and train you to be a powerful person who is a walking testimony of what's possible with God. Subscribe to God's Vibes for spirit-filled real talk, hard-hitting truth with a humorous touch that will help you discover who you are in God, dare to press through your seeming limitations, and chart a divine path that will renew your dreams and transform your future. It's time to experience true freedom through courage, faith, and self-mastery. I dare you to step out in faith and courageously dive into the purposeful life of trusting God for the impossible. Let's go. Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. I have a special treat for you today. There is an interview with a brilliant woman of God named Nicole all about coaching with God. You are not going to want to miss this. She shares how coaching with God is just different if you've experienced coaching before, even if you've been in therapy before. Her takeaways from working together the past year, what she now gets to powerfully step into, and so many more pearls of wisdom do not miss this episode. Share it with a friend. If you've not subscribed to the God's Vibes podcast, you're going to want to do that. And before we dive in, I must let you know that you still have a few days, <laughs> but your window is small, to get plugged into the God's Vibes Mastermind. We start on Monday. You can access it at www.courageco.org, www.courageco.org. You do need the W, so make sure you do that. But in this God's Vibes Mastermind, we get to work together for a year. The mastermind itself is designed to be three months in length. There's four different modules, over 65 plus videos. You get the entire program workbook. You get weekly live coaching. You get access to it for an entire year. And you get bonuses, okay? Which is really the most exciting part. You get access to the Courage Co. Masterclass for an entire year for free. That's right, for free, <laughs> which you, which means you get monthly guest interviews, you get monthly challenges and monthly masterclasses and all of the notes and replays every single month, new content every month. 
You also get the God's Vibes Matter 30-day devotional. You get a 52-card declaration deck because it's God's word that doesn't return void. You get two bonus courses, U2.0 and Launch Your Spirit-Led Business. And you get to be a part of a community that is all about developing their courage, their faith, and their self-mastery so that they can have the character to steward well what they've been given, to master what God has in their hand and step into the fullness of their destiny. You do not want to miss this. I promise you it is at a price that you will not find anywhere else. It is currently 33% off with all of those bonuses and access to it for an entire year. If you break it down, it's around $160 a month really insane, actually, for all of the value that is in there. Do not miss it. Get plugged in now. We start Monday, www.courageco.org. And without further ado, she needs no introduction. Let's hear this interview with Nicole. I am so excited that you are here. This has been, I feel like, a long time coming, and I'm so just amped for what people are going to hear from you. It's going to be so, so good. So, let people know who are you? <laughs> well, uh, my name is Nicole DeModica. I am a real estate agent out of Saugus, Massachusetts. And I met Juliana through my brother, David, who happened to be coaching with her at the time. Awesome. 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 And what was, what really drew you to me? Cause I think something that we're going to talk about today is really why coaching with God makes all the difference and how what that actually looks for people, because it sounds like one thing, but when you can actually break it down into an experience, I think that makes it so much more tangible and real for people. So what was starting to stir up in you as I was working with your brother? Um, well, one, I know my brother is a very big personality. And if you can take him, you definitely can take me. Um, because we have a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot of moving parts in our lives. And we have to be able to depend on the person that we're speaking to, to not only advise us or guide us to the right answer, but also to understand that our true center is really Jesus. And we want the advice to sort of circle around that and understand that that needs to be part of the process for us. Like we want to maintain that integrity to our relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And you give us the ability to do that where other counselors, coaches, whatnot may not have that extra God vibe to do that with. <laughs> so we, that really resonated with me. Yeah. Yeah, I think the way that I had, and I would love for you to expand on this a little bit, but the way that I had just even defined it was that it's not even like people, clients that come to me and work one-on-one. -on -one. It's not even like they say like, oh, I need God's vibes, but they're like, there's like a peace on you mm -hmm. that I'm like craving in my life that I don't even know is possible. Or there's like this joy. Like, I don't even know, like some people are like, I don't even know if you're like faking that or like how that happens, but like, how do you have so much energy, right? Like, where does that come from or I just want to feel like I can actually enjoy my life like it doesn't have to be this hard like those will be things that I'm hearing at the front end of course they're saying God's vibes right but that's not yeah. 
exactly the words that they're using. So talk to me a little bit about that because I have found too, I think you know a little bit about my story where I have gone too many and I work with coaches. So I've been in therapy, I've worked with coaches one-on-one, but I got to this point where it's almost like hitting this wall where you're like, I can't self-help my way through life, right? Like if I could fix myself, I would have by now, right? Like if I could have like overcome this massive challenge, like I would have figured it out by now. Like that's just who I am, right? Like the high achieving, like independent of the world will make this thing happen. I don't know how, but I'll figure it out, right? Like, so I couldn't, there was a point where I was in coaching, I was in therapy and I'm like, but this is actually feeling like it's getting worse. And I don't discredit you know, therapy or anything like that. It's just that there's a time and a season for it and there's there a is. for it and they can like work together. So talk to me a little bit about that and like why that was so important. So I think because I needed you personally and professionally, I thought that that would be best because I was feeling that I couldn't try any harder. I couldn't work any harder. I couldn't pray any harder, but I could. And at the (laughs) same time, I kept just hitting this wall or the ceiling or whatever. I just couldn't get the breakthrough. And I, I still don't feel like I've broken through, but I absolutely feel like I've now uncovered the what will get me there because it's about becoming that person before you actually can get to that place that you think you're searching for. So that for me, you had both components for me because you were already a really unthreatened female by me. And that's a really awesome characteristic because I don't have a lot of females that I jive with really well. And I think I said that to you in my first session with you is that, look, I, I need like the fast track because I've already gone around this <laughs> 74 times. And I'm like, I, I just need like, tell it, you suck. Tell it to me straight. This is what you need to do different. Although you have been much gentler than that. And it, it took a little bit longer than I would have loved in my grand plan, but it worked me in ways that it, it, it made me find things that I didn't realize actually existed in my life and in my, in my brain and in my being, you worked that all out super gently. And at the same time, were sort of soft with me in the way that I could switch gears from personal to professional from session to session as needed. Like here's a roadblock I'm hitting with my assistant or here's a roadblock I'm hitting personally. And how do we work through all of that? Yeah, so good. I love that. Cause I think the way we're wired, I know I definitely was wired this way. It's like, let's go faster. Let's yeah, I want to go fast. I want to go yeah. fast. <laughs> and I'm that way too, like the cheeks flying back experience. But yes, yes. I I do believe like when you're working with God too, it's like, he slows you down, but he accelerates you at the same time. Like it doesn't make sense. I can't explain it, but it's like, he almost excavates like years of stuff that's been going on in you that going on all in your insides and your heart everywhere. And then all of a sudden, once that's straight and he does, his like recalibrating, right. Then he just shoots you forward and you're like, what in the world? So like, it is wild how it happens, but like, 
I do believe where someone can hold space, that's the game changer, right? Not somebody that's just focused on a goal because while that's well and good, you don't want to get to the goal and not be the person that can actually steward it well, or you don't want to get the outcome if that's not even like what God's will is for you, right? Like there's so many good things, but they're not God. So it's like having somebody that has a relationship with God or can hold space in that way and keep you to that, not just keep you to your potential, but keep you to what God's will is. Cause that's what you ask for and what you drift from. Yes, man. I, I personally have not experienced that like in other coaches. So it's just really wild that like, that was something that you're like, Oh, I kind of hate this, but I love it at the same time. Like <laughs> it's a, it's called bittersweet. Um, yeah. it, it's like a push pull. Like, I love you. Oh, you're making this hard. Oh, I love you. You're making this hard, but never did I leave with, uh, she doesn't get me. You yeah. got me at every turn. At, at I went from one session where I felt like I had come to a place of decision regarding some relationships and you allowed me to sort of think on it, let it stew, do all of those wonderful things. And at the same time, let me come back to you and say, that did not sit well in my spirit. I know this is not the right choice. And as much as I felt like that was the right choice last week, I know in my gut that, and you're good with me about listening to my gut. Like, let's go through those feelings. Let's go through what, try on new things and figure that out. And so exploring all of that helped me realize that it's possible to have both in one place. And I'm so grateful for that. I love that. I feel like that's such a good point. Just that when we are navigating, this really comes up, particularly when they're big life decisions, the ones that keep you up at night, so to speak, they're deeply rooted in your being. And like, you don't talk, you know, somebody asks you throughout the day, how are you doing? It's not like you bring these issues up or bring them to their attention at all. It's just this deep stuff that you hold. But then when you can try on is the language that I use and you can try on like different clothes, almost Mm -hmm. like try on different scenarios and actually play them out. That's probably something that I ended up taking from like film production, but if you can actually like play the entire movie out so you can see all of the ripple effects, all of this, it's almost like playing God in a sense, like just just see God for a second, right? Like, Like play out the whole scenario, see how it plays out, see the ripple, see the consequences, see if that's expansive, if God is on that, because if he's not, you absolutely do not want it, but there's no harm in letting it play out and actually getting it out of your brain, getting it emotionally, like feel through that. Like, does that feel right to you? Right? Mm -hmm. Like your heart in that is your spirit connected to that is something inspiring happening in you. And if you think about your day to day, we don't do that. You know what I mean? Like we don't don't have something that like helps us unpack it in that way or that depth. So we can't make the decisions that are sound, right? We want to make these sound upright decisions because that's ultimately leading us into the promise that we have. And we make them impulsively or we try to do it too fast. We mess it up and we have to clean it up. And that's worse because that, that takes more time. And when you don't have a lot of time, you really only want to be focusing on what matters most to you. And you want to do it the right way. Yes. <laughs> Not even that the right way, but you want to do it God's way. And that's very different than the world's way, your way, somebody else's mm-hmm. way. So somebody that's like, well, let's just see. I'm not going to tell you that that's right, but let's just see. Yes. Right. And that, that to me 
it's such a gift because when you can actually like be in that space for a minute and then feel empowered because you get to try on what is it like to be a powerful person and make powerful decisions? What is it like to trust myself? What is it like to hear God and be led by God in my life and know that that's right? Yes. Right. And there were a couple of instances, I think, just going off of that, that, you know, you said to listen more, you know, like listen when you have those moments that you're just quiet, just be like, all right, God, what do you need to tell me right now? And, and just be open. Like you don't have to actively pray, just be listening. And a couple of times throughout the year, I want to say two, at least two or three, I got to a point where I actually heard something and then it played out exactly as I had heard. Like it was, it was delivered to me almost like a a mind beamed message. Um, and, and then I said, Oh, and then like three months later, I would ask a question of somebody. And that was exactly the answer I heard out of their mouth. And so I would say things to you like, Hey, just in case this happens, um, I'm thinking it might come from this person in this place at this time. And two of the three have already played themselves out. So it's learning to trust myself and also at the same time, I, I, I'm very guarded, um, and protective of myself because I feel like I've needed to be for a really long time. And I could let that down with you. And there's not many people. I let it down with my dad. I let it down sometimes with a couple of relatives and then you, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) there's a short list (laughs) I'm thinking through so many things right now which is absolutely amazing but like this is just what I want to hold up for you and think through like one the voracious note taking was one of my favorite parts it's like you're trying to like write down like even prayers that I would say out loud or I'm like I gotta transfer that to my prayer journal (laughs) because it was giving you a language so like I love that Mm -hmm. the other thing that I'm thinking of is almost how you became more childlike like you just started to access this part of you that maybe you forgot is in there or like Punky Brewster. Yes. <laughs> you have to tell people what that means. Yes, I will tell. Okay. And then the third thing that I was thinking of, and I think what you're describing too, is not just like divine downloads. That's what I would call that. Like heavenly wisdom and perspective. That's like just straight to your heart that you're like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like I gotta just that, be aware document of that. that. Like if you ever get that documented, but it, it leads you to inspired action because that's actually prophetic, right? And it says in the word, all can prophesy. I know everybody doesn't think that, but all can, right? Yes. We're designed to, we're designed to encourage one another, right? Build each other up. So like there's been moments where you would get these inspired ideas and you would take them and it would turn into these really cool encounters with people. So like just share about Punky Brewster, but share about uh, one of these divine encounter type examples. Absolutely. So um, I'm thinking of the real estate one, but you can share anyone. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, I de- I'm going to share one that actually happened years ago because okay. I never experienced anything like this yes. until this one instance. Okay. Um, so I had a dream that one of my hair clients, because I'm also a hairstylist, um, that one of my hair clients gifted me a ridiculous amount of money as a tip. And I was like, 
laughing, you know, cause you wake up sometimes with your dreams still in your head. And so yeah. I'm like doing my makeup that day, laughing in the mirror. Cause like people just don't do those things anymore. Those like grand gestures. Yeah. And my husband had just been hurt in an accident. I was just changing careers at that point. And we really needed a blessing, like a grand gesture, at least at that point in my mind. And so I had this dream. I go to the salon a couple of weeks later and that exact client that I dreamed about gave me a card as she was departing for San Diego. Little did we know three months before COVID hit, the last time I would ever see her as of right now, because she has now moved to San Diego. She was doing winters there. I was like, oh, we're going to definitely keep in touch and whatever. She hands me a little envelope and, you know, I, I go on my merry way and I'm, you know, driving home later that day and I open the card and it's the exact amount that was my dream. Like that never happened to me before. That was, I don't know, four years ago, let's call it. Um, that was insane to me. Yeah. And it was so unbelievable that I had to like, is this real? Like I had to kind of check yeah. myself. I'm like, this can't be real. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, you go through the whole, like, I can't accept that. I can't know. Oh my gosh. She's like, you're going to accept it. And yes. you're just going to pay it forward one day to somebody else. And I, and she's like, this is something my family has done many times. And I love our time together, excuse me. And it, it just meant the world to me. Mm. It really did. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amazing. So, punk, And let me tell you about Punky Brewster. <laughs> so as a kid, the funny thing is, um, I always watched Punky Brewster I am always, I have always been the kid that wanted anything else that somebody else didn't have. I am the adult who wants to wear the clothes that nobody else has. I will buy vintage. I will shop higher level to, to not have what everybody else has. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the funny thing is, is that's who Punky Brewster is to me in my head. Yeah. And so she was always the eclectic colorful sneaker wearing, pigtail wearing, you know, all the different hairstyles. Like I was, I, I was always this person. And so yeah. when you said to me, what does this kid look like? And so like, let's name her. And I'm like, oh, it's Punky Brewster. Like did, and I, let's be clear. I had not talked about Punky Brewster in probably 30 years. Okay. <laughs> Aside from a red pair of sneakers that we bought on Nike ID. Um, oh that my, my brother had gifted me that they could actually walk themselves out of the box. They were so colorful and sparkly. Oh my God. No, for real. It, he, so he called them the Punky Brewster sneakers. So other than that, I, it was never something that I actually kept in my head. Never actually also did I realize that Punky Brewster was a foster child. So being a foster mom and adopting a little girl, I was like, whoa this really is like who my little kid inside looks like. So now, and then how funny is it that like I sign into Netflix and the picture that I picked for my like profile picture in Netflix is Punky Brewster. Stop. And, and I like <laughs> never put all these things together that this was like my little alter ego on the inside, like 
dying to come out. It's amazing. Yes. And, and she has been coming out. So like, talk about that. Like, first of all, I just have to highlight how amazing it is that we could be like so deep in one second and then immediately be into something else yet. It's still congruent somehow. It really is. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is. That's a gift. <laughs> it, right. Who knew? And, and, and so for me, I would say like, that is something that I've been like, whoa, I never realized. So what it basically brought up for me is that as the firstborn overachieving daughter, only daughter to a family of four children and realizing that I was protecting up to my parents and down to my siblings, which has been even further developed in a book that I've just recently read. You don't realize the why you do the things you do until you go way back in time. Yeah. And without having to undo it, because the reality is it's already done. Yeah. I was always protective of my parents. I still am protective of my parents, but I understand now why I did those things and why I was that person. Like, because not everybody's like that. Yeah. Yeah. And what has it been like for you to, I would say almost love on this little girl version of you and almost give yourself grace because there's been an unleashing of like who you ultimately are now that you couldn't access when I first met you. Right. Like there was just there was this desire to be somebody different or to crave a different lifestyle almost, or have different things unfolding in your life that weren't happening yet. Like mm -hmm. there was just such a hunger and a desperation for different, but I don't think even you knew what that meant. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me more about like now, because you wake up different, like you're wired different as a human, like things are much more aligned and centered. Like maybe you still don't have all the answers about your future. Right. But you, mm -hmm. you're somebody that moves different. You're somebody that has a lot of clear vision, right? Yes. And that has a lot of excitement about executing versus like, oh, I have to do this. You know what I mean? Yes. So Dude, tell I'm me like, like bring but, it on. Yeah, like, but that is like a 180, right? Like, so tell me like what has been happening as you've been getting almost that recalibrated again, but integrating what works and letting go of what doesn't. Well, I think the most... <laughs> The most unbelievable example of this is growing up, every person around me and my brothers were thinking that we were the wealthiest people around, which I find amusing because we were of a one income family. Um, my mom stayed home to take care of the four kids and do all the things house related. And my dad was like responsible for the paycheck. And so I find it, I found it interesting and quizzical, of course, like, you know, curious that I looked at my childhood. And so, and it wasn't until my pastor actually said to my dad, well, of course she's going to worry about money given your husband is hurt, her husband is hurt because she's made every single decision since she's been 12-ish to avoid poverty because she thought that that's what she was trying to need to avoid. Yeah. So I grew up in seeing my parents 
be in stressful financial circumstances. Mm. When in reality, every, every other person I know thought we were the richest people around, which yeah. Are, yeah. So why did I choose the story? Like I chose that at some point to take that on yeah. that I needed to make decisions that I was never going to struggle financially because I watched my parents struggle my whole life financially. And so literally every decision I made from that point on was out of that choice. Yeah. And so had I chosen differently, I would have been living in abundance all of this time. And what would my life have looked like aside from that? And so uh, like living in that. And so that for me was like the biggest yeah. in my head because I was like, well, they had a story and I had a story and I just picked my story Yeah, because I think about it and I listen to my brothers and I go, yeah, you're right. Everybody else thought we were wealthy because our house was always perfectly kept. I mean, like museum quality clean and mm -hmm. our, our clothes were always perfect. And our, I mean, like, you know, I say perfect, but of course, you know, the, the world's idea of perfect. Yeah. And, and little did I know everybody else was looking at us thinking we were like this amazing, wealthy, abundant family. And I'm thinking, huh. You don't even know what I know. <laughs> you don't see what I see every day. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that is, so I was like protecting my brothers from, or trying to insulate my brothers from having to feel that way. And then trying to protect my parents from financial ruin when all the time I could have chosen that we were abundant the whole time. Yeah. And that's like game changer kind of mentality. As you know, I yeah. still, I never actually had any of my own dreams. And I think I told you that I, my dream was always like, take care of my parents financially. So they never have to struggle ever again. That was my biggest dream. It yeah. still probably is my biggest dream. Yeah. Well, and we tapped into so many more that you didn't know that were buried in you. So so many. Almost, would you say it's almost like you like, took off that role do you know what I mean it's like you surrender that role to like be the character if you will that you're gonna be now do you know what I mean like that worked for a season that worked when I thought that that's how I had to show up that worked when I thought this is what my life was about however yes <laughs> now that now that I've tapped into like how I'm formed shaped and anointed now that I've tapped into these visions and dreams that have been buried in there Right yeah. now that I'm actually accessing these desires, now that I actually have the energy, the joy, mm -hmm. right, of this younger self that you know had to be so serious and adult hard for such a long time. Yes. Now that I've got all this coming up and working for me, I don't even want to be that role anymore. It's almost like I just want to do this. Like there's so it much exhausting energy on that. Yeah, yes. it exhausted me for sure. Yeah. And I think that I, in reading the book I was mentioning earlier, um, which was recommended by another um, mentor that I'm working with, um, it made me understand my role in my family situation um, was basically that I was protecting up and protecting down. I was insulating my brothers or trying to, I didn't really succeed but of yeah. course I was trying to and then trying to you know 
help my parents. And at the same time, I realized that my brother, who um, he's the firstborn male, who's like four years younger than me, but we're like kind of like two firstborns, like almost twins, four years apart mentally, because we were raised by the same parents. I realize now his level of anger with me in moving to California in my life was really that as I moved away from the family home, which the book talks about me being obligated to the family home and that that is my ultimate responsibility, that when I finally took that step to do that for myself, that it left him in anger now because I was the only one who really understood his position. And now he was left to now protect the siblings and help the parents. And I actually went to him with this and I played the one minute of that book to him. And I, I said, now I understand why you're angry. And I'm sorry for that because I never would have done that intentionally because like you were my best friend growing up and I never would have done that to, to anybody. And it explains a lot why I don't have a lot of close childhood friendships. I only have like very few, um, but that more, my brothers were my best friends because this was my circle and I was protecting it so tightly that I didn't let anybody else into that circle. Talk about God, like redeeming the time, restoring that relationship. Like what? Yeah, like, that was a big one for me. Right. You you think you're just sitting down and reading a book and God's like, no, no, no. Like we're, we're going bigger with this. Like <laughs> <laughs> we definitely went bigger. Believe yeah. me. It was like chapter one, minute 14. Right. And you're like, oh, something's happening here. And I had to listen. I I listened to chapter one a couple of times because sometimes like you zone out and you miss certain parts or you fall asleep and you miss certain parts. So a lot of the sections of chapter one, I got to listen to two and three times because I wanted to really hear what the book had to say. And it was centered around that. And, And it was just like mind blowing. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Love it. Love how God works. Amazing. And it just all (laughs) plays back into the story that I could have chosen was abundance. And I chose lack, the story of lack. And and I lived every moment of my life, literally every moment of my life, every decision has been made from the standpoint of this will get me here. Yeah. 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 Versus I am here or I already have it. I possess it. Right. Like, cause I, I think on, and I know that we brought these up too. Like there was a, a scripture and this is why the word is so powerful. Like you just need one word from God that he like highlights to you and it changes everything. Like I remember, and I still have this, there was like a little cross that somebody gave me that just said, she laughs without fear of the future. And I would laugh at that. I was, <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's cute. Like that would be really fun if that were possible, but like, that's yeah. not my reality. Like how, how could you ever, but like, I'm still going to put it there with like my little like mustard seed and I'll just stare at it more like glare at it while I'm brushing my teeth. Right. I'm just gonna be like, mm, you know, but I still have that. It's hysterical, but I was like, but that's what I'm going for. Like I'm going for developing myself to the place where like, that's legit how I show up. Or like when yeah. the enemy tries to send something to intimidate me, I'm going to laugh at him instead. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so at any rate, or God promises that we can have the abundant life to the fold. Now that's not like a, 
when you go to heaven promise, like you and get then Satan now, right? Like, and that's in you now, like he's yes. dwelling in you now, like you have access to that. So just having those words and being able to have them be real and tangible to you and something that you can walk out. So powerful. So tell me three takeaways okay. from coaching with God. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. Coaching with God. I love it. I would say that having a relationship with Jesus Christ since I was 12 does not equal wisdom. So longevity does not equal wisdom. Mm. Um, and I say that because it sort of just got weaved into me. Um, and the way I say it to my kids, I think is the best way to illustrate it is I want to create habits in you so that someday. So for instance, I created a habit of every day when we were in the car driving to school, when they were younger, we would read a devotional and they would pass it back and forth and read the, and they, of course they hated it. Cause of course it's like, Oh, I got to read the devotional today. Oh my God. Can you read it? And so what I wanted to instill in them is something that I felt when I was in California, which is my mom, although going to church is like a physical act on Sunday, that isn't necessarily a requirement, although fellowship is such a big part of your walk with God. It was that thing that like, kind of like kept poking me on Sunday mornings, like something's missing, something's missing, something's missing. And so I wanted them to have those things in their life that when they're driving their kids to school 20 years from now, or 25 or 30 years from now, that yeah. they go, oh, there's something missing this ride to school my mother used to do it and then their kids are going to do the exact same thing to I don't want to read this devotional and and they'll call me and say I'm so glad you did that with us because I've done that with my mom like thank you for just doing it because the rote habit that was set up kept poking me as an adult Yes. And that was really something. So longevity doesn't equal wisdom is more like I was always kind of like with God, but not like with God, you know, like arm and arm with God. Yes. And so hanging by a thread sometimes with my faith, I never let go, thank God. And because of that, it, it, it makes you make different choices eventually leading me to somebody like you who now deepens that walk that I am like, I don't even know how to function. I'm like a, not a nice person now, like to myself when I don't function with God, like arm in arm. Yeah. 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 Huge. So that's my first one. That was just one. <laughs> that was just one. I'm sorry. I don't know how to do things short. Um, the other okay. thing is, is I would say that Listen to your gut because all the time that I have been, whether it's counseling or seeking coaching or whatever, like that self-help sort of stuff yep. or the not self-help, you know, but like the sort of coordinated help that you want for your life, never give up your gut feeling because I sought that many, many, many times and I would say it in all of the first meetings and say, it was important for me to have a coach who's a believer um, or a counselor who understands that I don't want to be divorced. I don't want to 
have, you know, crappy relationships with my kids or my siblings or my parents. I want those relationships. I don't care if you tell me how toxic they are. I want you to tell me how I can still do that because I'm not giving up on that. And that was the great part of it is that keep your gut at the forefront of your guidance because I would call you or text you and I would say, this doesn't feel right. I know I made a choice, yep. but it still doesn't feel right. Yep. And I, so if this is going to, so as a result of that book that I referred to in my last example, I yeah. said, okay, well, this is the standard for my life. So I now have to either get better or live in hell. Yeah. Those are my choices. And obviously, given the life track that I've been on, it's going to be how do I get better at managing my behavior around other people's behavior? Yes. Yeah. So well, always listen that. to your gut. I love that takeaway. Like you're almost unpacking like another one, which I don't even think is your third point, but I love it. Like you're powerful outside like you're always a powerful person so it doesn't matter how other people show up like you get to be this force that is unmoving unwavering unoffendable I think is the word that we really were unpacking it's just like and I know that can be appalling and shocking to some people but really and truly like how powerful are you if the way somebody is thinking changes your behavior how powerful if the way somebody is expressing themselves diminishes you somehow right? Mm -hmm. That can only happen if you're giving your power away. But if you stay rooted and grounded in who you are and are open to wisdom and guidance, you'll know exactly how to show up in moments that are uncomfortable. It doesn't mean be oblivious to them. Nope. But it's like selective ignoring, selective listening, right? Like just because you're feeling that way or saying something doesn't mean I have to internalize it and make myself responsible for that because Mm -hmm. I'm only responsible. We did a lot of work here. I'm only responsible for what's happening in me my thoughts, my words, my emotions, my heart. Like I can't go in physically somebody else and control any of that for them. I have to just own mine. And that actually made me come up with a funny statement. Um, So no matter what's happening around me and it works kind of everywhere is like our relationship is such an adventure (laughs) where it's kind of like dual meeting, you know? Yeah. So, and I have a little bit of a sarcastic side to me, so it kind of fits well with who I am in the world. Um, But yeah, every time something's come up lately that I've been like, "Mm," where I want to like growl, I go, you're such an adventure. Yeah. (laughs) I think it sort of checks me now. It's a check. Because I think you, you've caught on me. I'm like, well, that's dynamic. Or I'll say something like, that's interesting. You're like, oh, but that doesn't really mean interesting. That means like all of this. And I was like, oh, yeah. exactly. Yep. Yes. So good. So, so that's takeaway number two is keep your gut as what you want for guide right in the middle of everything. And I would say that the last one is you can actually do the really hard thing. And I want to like throw up while I'm saying this, but like you can actually do the really, really hard thing that you believe you cannot do any longer for another minute, another moment, another, whatever you can do that. 
if you are committed to getting better. And when I say getting better, stronger, faster, wiser, whatever you want to put on that, there are so many tools that I have added to my proverbial emotional tool belts or life tool belts yeah. Um, in coaching with you that I am not the same person that I was a year ago. Yeah. And I'm just picturing like the image. I think you even still have it as your Facebook profile, but like the, the warrior. The woman, superhero right? um, with God's armor. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. It's like a woman with the full armor of God on. And I know that we saw that like early on, but it's almost like you stepped into her. Well, I, I, it's funny. I, 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 I keep her front of mind because I kind of always looked at myself as like wonder, like wonder woman was always like my persona. That's like the going theme around here. Like my office has wonder woman, everything. And at the same time, I really wanted to be that person in a, in a godly way. So that when you gave me that, I went with it. I, I ran with that. And then how full circle <laughs> to have this podcast happen on a day when the, the meditation that I sought out was the armor of God and how to really put that on every day and, and how different it is with Jesus because a, a warrior who's firing darts actually takes a breath and like calms and settles his body yeah. before he takes the shot. And that was like the one piece of information from this morning's meditation that I was like, huh, it's never like it looks in the movie yeah. when you're watching Braveheart and you're yeah. ready to spare a glass of white painted face and all the things. <laughs> it's never like that. It's like the take the breath. Yeah. Wait until you're settled and then take the shot. And so it's, you really have to be calculated and you go into taking shots. So miscalculating because yeah. you're in haste at that moment. And it really resonated with me that I've always had a shield up. It just wasn't the shield of faith. It was the shield of I'm protecting myself from everything in the world. Yes. So it wasn't the shield of faith. So this morning I put my shield, my worldly shield down and I really picked up my shield of faith for probably the first time. Come on. What? It really, really was this morning that I was like going to text it to you, but it was like 530 in the morning here. And I was like, that's a little early for Texas. So we're not going to do that. So yeah, but I was going to send it to you after we talked today. Amazing. And I love because we've talked many times about the person with the most peace is the most powerful or how poise is power. Like, so if you picture yourself in any environment, clearly when you have monkey mind and your mind is going everywhere and you're meditating on like all the thoughts the enemy is putting in there, yes. or like your emotions are completely unstable, then you're unstable because a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And then you've got all this funky stuff in your heart. Like, how are you going to be powerful? Mm-hmm. You're not like you're yep. going to be infected by any environment that you go into. You're going to be triggered, right? That's yep. the word that's common now. Anything is going to set you off versus you're actually in that room to influence it. 
And you can't do that unless you have poise, unless you can breathe, unless you can like receive wisdom from God, literally standing in that space. It's so, so different in terms of how you operate. So now you have the peace that you were looking for, which is wild. You're doing your morning routines that were so hard to access, right? Like, so hard. <laughs> since when were you like actually like taking a meditation in the morning? Like that was um, not- I woke up before my alarm this morning. Can we just talk about like God right celebrate now? that for a second? Amazing. Yeah. So the question that's coming for me is what gets to be possible for you now because of this courage to go through this journey that you've been on and clearly you're not getting off. This is a life journey, right? And Absolutely. because of this faith that you now just decided to take up, right? Like what gets to be possible for you now? I, I feel like, and you, you've talked about limitless a lot lately this week. And I just yeah. feel like that breakthrough is right on the other side of the wall now, you know, like that illustration of like, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. You're like right there. Um, I feel like we've come so far in a year that it seems like a really long time when you're on the other January side of it. Yeah. But when you're on this January side of it, it go, you look back and go, oh, all of that totally had to happen yeah. for me to get here. And yeah. it was like this just gradual, like you said, almost like an unearthing and then a tilling and then a planting and then a, all of the things had to grow. Now, <laughs> let's be clear. Um, and I still, um, I used to laugh at my brother because he would say to me, you have to get to a point where anything that anybody does around you is like, okay. And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. And now I've come up with the hack, which is <laughs> you're such an adventure because that's my hack. Yeah. Um, and I used to laugh at him because I'd be like, how do you not be offended by this? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. how do I just overlook it? Yeah. And the, the fact is, is that you have to remain in the fact that there's three types of problems. Yeah. Mine, yours, That's and God's. And I've learned it's literally at the top of every, you know how like you redo your to-do list every week and it's yeah. like, and you bring over last week's that you still need to do and all the things at the very top of every one of those to-do lists is three types of problems yours mine and god's because <laughs> i've realized that i can't fix you and i've tried to fix a lot of people i can't fix your problem this is a god level problem so good i can't fix you that's a you level problem yeah I can only keep doing what I'm doing. And yes, some days I still look like an ugly human. Yep. And oh, well, that just means I need to keep doing what I'm doing. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be prettier tomorrow. Totally. Totally. So it's almost, if I could say back to you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like you get to be in relationship without fear, or you get to be in relationship without anxiety or frustration or resentment. Like you get to be in relationship and be fully you and allow that person to be fully who they are and let God work in the midst of it. And I've even said it out loud. Like yeah. when something comes up, I'll go, oh no, I've totally realized that that's a you level problem. And I just got to go to God with that because I cannot change yeah. your behavior. Yeah. 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 
So you get to be in powerful relationship. What else gets to be possible for you now? Um, I get to be free of the, of the burden of like, oh, I still got to fix this before I can live in it. And the reality is, is I can live in it. I just have to choose differently what battles I choose. And, and it's really that I'm choosing to battle on my knees and I'd much rather go to God now with those problems because (laughs) it's, I know people sometimes say sometimes God like you don't hear the things you need to hear and you don't see the things you want to see but the reality is is you're not getting any negativity from going to God you are getting negativity by going to the person and so it gave me it like eliminated the negativity part of it so I didn't need to battle the person and get the negativity all around me for my whole day or part of my day, I can just go to God with it and leave it at his feet because I can't do anything about it anyway, because that person's got to deal with that. So I can't make that call for you anyway. Yeah. So just, I feel like free of that. Like, that's like, Oh, you're going to do what you're going to do. Like, that's on you, buddy. I don't know. (laughs) And I'm gonna, it, you know what it, you know what it brings to mind, Juliana, do you remember the old saying, you can't wear that because they will think I'm a horrible parent. Yeah. Nope. They're going to think I changed after I walked out of the house because yeah. they know the kind of parent you are. Yeah. So <laughs> they're going to know yeah. So yeah. I have to just own my stuff, change what I can control and, and, and that I need to change and do it in a gentle way with God and somebody like you that makes it able for me to leave all the other people's stuff to them. Totally. Oh my God. I got like two really good things. So one, I also sense that you also like what gets to be possible for you is you get to be the person that doesn't like sit on dreams and resent resent other people for holding her back, right? Like you mm-hmm. actually get to be the person that like excavates them out of your soul and goes and makes them happen no matter what other people choose to do. Yes. Yes. Right? Like cuz it was almost like, "Uh, if I didn't have to do this, then I would be doing this." But it's like, "Oh, like I'm going to adjust how I do this. I'm going to do this too." Yep right? Like just different. Like nobody else is responsible for that, but you, but I had, when you were sharing, I had this vision because you talked about the wall and I just got like, cause you know, when like there's a wall in front of you and you're facing it head on, like you just are trying to like run into it directly. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just trying to like get in this wall, but it's almost like what just happened for you. Like the metaphor, the picture that I have is that you got like all of these tools, like you got like geared up in that image that you have geared up. Yeah, this woman in this like full armor and you got like this rope and you like threw it over the wall and like scaled the wall. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you went I was like, I, I'm not going to let you stop me. Yeah. So like just this idea of like, I'm somebody that, that runs at obstacles that leaps over walls. It's almost like one of those, I think they call it like a tough and mutter race or something. Yes. <laughs> like oh like that's there here's what I'm gonna do like I'm not like intimidated by this thing that's in front of me I'm now excited to use your language or I'm now empowered to do something with that I can see it differently I can approach it differently like I know that I'm gonna have the supernatural strength to do whatever needs to be done to move through that get over it whatever right and I know on the other side 
there's something that the enemy has been trying to keep me from. Yep. Like in this case, the enemy has been trying to keep you like he has that three part agenda to kill, steal, and destroy. So he's been trying to keep you from healthy relationship and legacy. He's yes. been trying to keep you from all of the women that you're here to impact. He's been trying yeah. to keep you from the, the ministry that you have, where you just go sprinkle joy and love and all this light on people every day. He's been trying and to like, you down, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like pin you to the floor. So like to be activated to now go into your destiny, what is next for you is insane. So talk about what is next for you and how people can connect for, with you. Well, I think the biggest thing for me right there is that I'm impacting my children yes. because my children, my boys, especially because they're um, going to be 14 and 16, um, they have come to me and said, I don't know how you keep your mouth shut sometimes. I don't know how you do it every day. Mom, I would lose my mind. And I just say, you know what, buddy? I just have to give up what I can't control and give it, leave it for God because I've learned I can't fix it. And just to like give that away to my children that they're leaving with that wisdom. Yeah. Like I didn't have that wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> have that wisdom. I'm like, yes. I don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> And also letting my children allow themselves to set boundaries with me um, was never allowed in my childhood home. Like yeah. the, I will fold the laundry, mom. It's just not going to be done in your time frame um, because I'm going to be watching the Celtics game tonight. So I'll fold it then. And you can just do all the laundry and leave it for me. And I will fold it for you. I will give back to you on my terms. And yeah. which was like, I'm like, thank you for teaching me boundaries, my little 14 year old. Yeah. You know, like I just, I, it just, it gives just such space for like allowing people to be who they are. Yes. Even though sometimes I want it to do be done in my time frame yes. for a reason. Um, I, I've been introduced to boundaries by my children. <laughs> Love. My mother asserts boundaries too, but I of course resist those as her child. So yeah. Um, so where can you find me? Well, I am basically anywhere north of Boston. I <laughs> love working in the city of Boston. I have a lot of listings in Boston. And I just I feel like all of this has spoken about the natural protector that I am in my life. And so now I've become a protector of my clients. And yeah. so a lot of people go into the home buying process afraid, unsure, fear of the unknown. And I want to say, I've worked for the attorneys. I've done the business. I've done the transactions. I, I'm an Italian from, you know, Boston. So like, Nobody's going to put one over on me. That means nobody's going to put one over on you. Um, you're well insulated in this transaction. And I walk, I want to lock arms with you and help you get there. Whether it's um, a seller who needs to clean their house of 40 years of their belongings. Nothing is too hard for me. I am a operation mindset. So we, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And we're going to do it together. Yeah. So I, I am 
ready and willing to help buyers and or sellers this year get or get rid of their home to move on to their next adventure. Come on, look at you living a life of adventure and how can they follow you or connect with you? Well, my channel on Facebook and Instagram is find your way home with Nicole with an H because my mother wanted to be adventurous. Um, so my whole life I've had to spell my name. So find your way home with Nicole with an H. I love and it. that is where you can find me. All of my contact info is there, or you can just Google me. I have lots of fun stuff on Google from my past. And if people so, are encouraged, Co, can they, do they have permission to message you directly? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Especially because your courage Co is a pretty awesome audience because they're from all over the country. Uh -huh. And what's great about being a realtor is you have kind of like strategic relationships in other states. And so like I've helped some of my sellers buy their home in Florida just by turning them on to a realtor there. So we can all help each other. I love, I was getting to, I think your word for the year might be adventure. I, it, I'm not sure that I wanted to be adventure because I've I been think, on an adventure for a really long time. But um, I think God's going to be redefining what that word means for you. I, 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 it's very possible. Um, I, I, we've thrown around abide and I, for some yes. strange reason, it like feels like a tight coat because it's not something that I talked about a lot in my life, but I didn't want that to be an impediment to me keeping that word. So yes. I've been keeping to try, I've been trying it on every day a little bit to just be like, okay. What's but you might even have a phrase, like it might even be like abiding in adventure. Right. It's it, you know right. I, and like I was thinking something like that. Like what? <laughs> or adventuring, <laughs> adventuring with, with God is like, you know, so basically like my whole thing is like getting off of the, what I have to do yes. and getting on the, what I want to do more of. Yeah. And what's like picking inspiring Sabbath me. for myself. Like that was a big deal. You know me, I, yeah. I'm not a take a day off kind of girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like me texting tell them you what that. happened and then I have one question for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so tell them about the Sabbath that happened because that took I think the whole year to get to. I, it did. It took the whole year. Um, I have still not tried. So I tried it on yesterday, but it did not go well. <laughs> so I really set it up in my calendar as next week. But when I set it up in my phone as like the focus, um, you know, Wednesdays off focus because yeah. Wednesdays in real estate are kind of like our slow day. Like the weekends are busy Monday and Tuesday are offers, you know, all of that stuff. So I said, Wednesday is going to be my Sabbath. That's yeah. when I'm going to like do me, Love. which <laughs> the fact that that just came out of my mouth is just still feels foreign. Amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I set it up as a focus that every Wednesday, it just turns on from nine to five every single Wednesday. Don't you know, I missed my networking meeting. People were messaging me and calling me and I got none of those alerts. Oh my. <laughs> so it was an adventure. The first, the first Wednesday off was an adventure. A test, um, if you will. But I now can work out the kinks and figure out maybe I should put that on for 10 a.m. Um, so that I don't miss my networking meetings. Um, but yes, I declared a Sabbath, um, which cannot be Saturday and Sunday for a realtor. 
um, just by nature, though. I do still try to take Sunday as more of a family day. I needed to take one day and just Uh insulate it so that I can really like dig into the studying that we're doing together and make room for that to really deep root. Cause I feel like right now they're kind of like seeds on the side of the road where I go, okay, I'm going to keep trying to plant you, but you know, I don't really have any time to put them under the soil. So I got to make time for that. And I, I think that that will be hugely beneficial for everybody in my life. So good. And then lastly, talk about the God's Vibes Mastermind and what excited you about this because you got plugged in. So what do you feel like is the promise that that's going to deliver for you? Or what is God going to do in that for you? Or even as somebody that's right now thinking about joining, what would you say to them? I would say, don't even question it. Invest in yourself. Well, I've learned over the past few years that you have to invest in yourself. They're just like, that's like breathing at this point. Like it has to, you have to invest in yourself. And so that was a big step of faith for me to take on like a commitment of a year of coaching with you and really invest in myself. And in doing so, it makes the next time you invest in yourself a lot easier. So if you just take this one little baby step um, and go to the mastermind, I promise you that crowdsourcing um, is wonderful being a part of a mastermind. I always loved small group training as a gym member, as any member. And so I love the mastermind for this reason, because you get to hear like what my junk is. And then you go, "Hmm, my junk ain't so bad. Yeah. You know, and then you're going, oh, other people also have things really big going on in their lives yes. and they're not dead yet. So I should be good. It's yeah. <laughs> keeping really their old like, man dead though. Like, you know, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I want to be more fun. I want to be lighthearted. I want to be the my kids joke about the fun mom that has come out like twice in their whole life. Um, I want to be more of that this year. Yeah. So the mastermind, you feel like if you're tracking with it for the entire year will help you stay committed to that. Stay committed to that. It's the everyday room. It's it's like, I don't know. How do you liken it? It's like going to class. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like going to any class, like you're accountable. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, but you're accountable to somebody. So, you know, I could count on you for being like, that's not really what you want. Yeah. And and because you got to know me and like me and trust me to know who I was that you could say, sure, try that on for a week. And you would know that I would come back to you and be like, yeah, that didn't work. (laughs) You know, and, and it's up to us to have other people and it's changing that circle of that, you know, old saying, like, who are the five people that you're surrounding yourself with? So part of surrounding, you know, like part of my, like, who am I in the world is like, oh, I want to be a really good godly wife. I already have that person in my life. So I bounce off of her when I'm venting about my life and my marriage and my kids. She'll help me to remember my grace and, and do all the things. And yes, I understand how hard it is. So she could, she has empathy, but yep. she'll check me. And yep. so in that same situation, <laughs> like don't let the meekness fool you. You will get. Yes. <laughs> and so one of the big areas of my life are always being developed as a professional woman. So 
And as a person of integrity, and this is that space for me, you are that person, this mastermind is that place for me. And that, so like, you're one of my five people. Yes, it is an honor to be one of your five people. I just feel so blessed to know you, to be a part of your journey. I am ecstatic and just so, so proud. I know that I've told you this, but I'm just so, so proud of what it takes for you to show up every day. Cause I know that that weight has been heavy and to have been a part of and continuing to be a part of lifting that and helping you see how to carry the load differently and how to just fully express who's in there. Right. Yes. And like allow you to joyfully access every part of you, but then express it in the world like helping you unlock fulfillment, but watching you do it, like being a part of you actually doing it has been such a ride. And I'm just so, so proud of you. I'm so (laughs) excited for what God is about to do. It's going to be big. Like he's just getting started. As you know, he had to do a lot of that. Like, I know, I I got the next step ready. 100%, 100%. I love it. Okay. So if you could leave with one word of encouragement, right? You only get to tell people one thing. You've lived a full life. You only get to tell them one word that could change everything. What word, what statement, what would that be? One word or phrase. Yeah. If you can impart something to them. So for example, mine is God's vibes matter, right? Like for real. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I could save your life, it would be giving you that phrase and helping you like embody that. I would say God is the answer to every problem, question, scenario that you have going on. Amen. God is the answer. Amen. So G-I-T-A, God is the answer. Gita. (laughs) Everybody's an acronym now. Like, what is it? Giat? What's happening? <laughs> All I can picture is like a little Fiat driving. No, around. you know how you say yeah. pain in the ass or yeah. like pain in the butt? It's like PETA. Um, this is Gita. God is the answer. There you go. You need to put that down somewhere. Make that <laughs> an image. This is adventuring with God, the year of adventuring with God. I love yeah. that. <laughs> God is the, if I had heard that, I probably wouldn't have believed it but it really is like, you know, just stop with your craziness and your drama and your stuff and your stories. God, God's the answer. Like, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. What are you doing? Just stop. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so, so much for being on with me today. I'm so excited to continue this journey. We start Monday. I know. I'm so excited. It was really my pleasure and it will remain my pleasure. Thankfully. Um, I'm super excited for this and I've even like called friends in on this. So like, I'm really hoping that we get to do this as a bunch of friends too. Let's go. And so it is. And so it is. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally 
from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.